0: Today's podcast is brought to you by the Face Value Course, the Sharpened Artist Academy flagship course. Have you been frustrated trying to draw portraits in colored pencil? Do you want to draw people confidently and accurately, but don't know where to start? Or maybe you're just tired of copying another artist's line drawing. I get it. The Face Value Course, now in its fourth year, will give you the tools you need to create your own original portraits. You'll be given a step-by-step system for independent decision making, bite-sized exercises, and live weekly office hours interaction to keep you accountable. Enrollment for the course is still open, and there's still time for you to join the 2021 cohort. Just go to the show notes for the link before enrollment closes. The Color Pencil Podcast is brought to you by Uart Premium Sanded Paper. What makes it different from other sanded papers? One thing is the way that the grain is applied to the paper. There is an electrostatic charge that pulls the grain up towards the paper and is applied from the bottom up. Why does that matter? Because it's an even distribution of the grain to the paper. And so you can have very fine grains, like an 800 grade on the paper, a very velvety kind of touch to the paper. If you've never tried UART sanded paper before, then... Then go over to the show notes click on the link and there are seven different grades to choose from it comes in a beige and a dark it comes in sheets pads rolled and mounted boards and we thank you art santa paper for their support of the colored pencil podcast Hey, guys, just a quick reminder about the printable color charts by Barb Sodi Art. If you've not picked up a chart yet, be sure and do that before. I don't know. She changes the price or she no longer offers them. I don't know. Something like that could happen. You never know. Go over and pick them up. It's sort of a palette cleanser in between art projects. It's a great thing to do. I'll talk just a little bit more about those with Barb in the middle of the show. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com. This is the Sharpened Artist colored pencil podcast, and I'm welcoming back Barb Sodiropoulos to the show. Barb, how are you? Good, how are you? (laughs) What was that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm changing up my waves now.
0: There, <laughs> there we go. Changing up the waves. Yeah,
1: for, for people that can actually see us. It was oh, Jazz Ham's doing? Nest and last time oh, okay. and now, now just, she's
0: now she's copying the last thing that she did.
1: Now it's or, or now it's couple, just. No, I'm doing like the wax couple on wax off now.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> for a, a really good throwback <laughs> reference there. There to we the go. Karate Kid. <laughs>
0: See, you're copying though. See how I did this. We're going to be talking about copying today. <laughs> <Ooh. Segway. laughs> Smooth little segue there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not so much. But anyway, so there is copying in, uh, in in artwork, right? There's copying within the the world of art. That probably is not any kind of big surprise to anybody. But is it okay to copy? How long should you be a copyist and We probably want to define what that is, what is copying, what would you consider copying. I don't think maybe we're going to talk a whole lot about what is a derivative work and that kind of thing. That That's something that is decided usually by a court, but it's in our mind as an artist. Am I copying or am I making something that is derivative or am I creating original artwork and am I using inspiration? So it's a good way to learn. It's a good way to start out, I think. In fact, there are workshops and there are even Zoom workshops. It's become a thing, right? Maybe it's always been a thing. Some artist is sharing their style and talking about how they do their work. And then they give you their piece of artwork, like a line drawing of that artwork. And they say, I'm going to show you my style. I'm going to show you how you can copy what I do, my style. It opens up some awareness. The intention, though, with that is so that you can be aware of someone else's technique. You can incorporate some of the things you learn then in what you do. The intention is not for you to go and turn around and enter that into a contest or a competition or to sell that piece and things like that. And most artists, I think, are pretty good about explaining that and say this is for learning in here. Um, my technique, my style, it's not to be reproduced and not to be, you know, sold outside of that context, that kind of thing. But then there's also copying that can occur where you're not in some type of formal setting and you're just looking at someone's work and you're just like, Hey, I like that. I'm going to do it myself. Right. And this is recently something that happened with you, Barb, right? Right.
1: Yeah, I had someone start following me on Instagram, and they decided they liked a few pieces of my artwork, and so they decided they were going to draw their version of that artwork, and they they tagged me at it and they credited me and yeah. it had it had a line in their caption about "go follow this person," whatever kind of thing. But it did kind of catch me off guard at first because <laughs> I, first of all, I don't know if that's like the sign that you've made it, but I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, I. It's, no. That, And it was very flattering, but I, but also at the same time, it, I sort of was like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's different in the context of when you're teaching a class. And like in your case, John, where you're saying, here's a picture that I took. I'm going to teach all of you how to draw this the way that I would and teach you some techniques and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Because you're expecting to see those results. You're, you've, you've Mm -hmm. given essentially permission for somebody to do that. Whereas, and, and in most cases, they've also paid you for the mm-hmm. privilege of learning those things. And right, I guess the difference is when somebody kind of creates a piece of artwork that you did um, kind of as tribute or because they liked it so much, it's. It's a little bit weird. <laughs> it, yeah, It's again, generally speaking, I know it's usually done without malicious intent and it's right, it's right. flattering. But at the same time, I guess made me feel weird about it as they had done multiple pieces of mine. and <laughs> posted them to Instagram and shared it with them. They don't have a huge following or whatever, and that's fine. And they're, they're very clearly kind of a newer artist and, and are trying to get some experience in that sort of thing. But. I mean, it was a little, it was a little strange. And and the thing is, there are people, they did it in the right way in the sense that they made sure that they tagged me and credited me. And in some cases in their carousel on Instagram had the picture of my original. Uh, there are definitely people that will do that and they won't tag the no, original right. source. And that's problematic because it's put, like yeah. it's copyright infringement, right? And so... Yeah. I guess when I was younger, I probably did that as well, where I would actually, I know that I did. I know I had a unicorn poster in my room when I was a child and it was, I think it must have been, it could have been an oil painting or something. Either way, it was Mm -hmm. a unicorn poster and I wanted to learn how to draw horses. And so I would sit there and draw that same one over and over and over again. And the difference was Instagram didn't exist back then. So I wasn't posting it anywhere and I wasn't trying to claim that it was my artwork in the sense right. that I came up with the idea. It, it'll be your artwork And yes, the sense that your hand created the version that you're showing people, but it's not your artwork in the sense of you've copied someone else's artwork. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of where, where the line is with that. And I think what can get a little bit confusing for people is, mostly speaking, I think there are a lot of people that know that, okay, you can't necessarily claim that, but there is this part, where it almost seems like they are trying to claim it is theirs and and that the that's the part to me that's a little bit problematic because again I understand it from the wanting to learn and wanting to to grow and and kind of learn from what that person did compositionally or creatively Mm -hmm. or whatever but I think where it becomes a problem is if you're doing more of that than you are your own artwork and your own ideas then it's kind of like okay well that's great that you want to do that, but maybe those are drawings that you do for yourself. Maybe those are not ones that you share online and whether what that intention is, I know sometimes people do it so that you'll follow them or so that you get, they get attention or, or whatever. I didn't have a problem sharing this person's artwork and saying like, Hey, great job. Like mm-hmm. glad that you wanted to, to recreate my artwork. But you know, to me there's still a fine line there where it could get to the point where it's like okay well <laughs> also please please also focus on creating your own work and this is sort of a bit of a spin-off conversation from the podcast we did on creating art that's authentic to you because oh yeah i, I think it's like i said it's it's great if you're using it as a tool for learning i certainly have mm-hmm. done that where i've studied what other artists have done in, in a sketchbook or whatever tried to replicate it but It's not something I post online, I guess, um, just because I don't want to obviously have any kind of copyright infringement issues or whatever, but also just because I think, I I also know that it's not really mine. So, Mm -hmm. um. And, and and again, I don't know if this is something that's maybe exclusive to really amateur artists, like even just younger artists in general. Right, right. Age-wise. But yeah, it's it's something that I see happen fairly often. You'll see people that are like, oh, I recreated this drawing by so and so. And yes, it's good that you're tagging them. And and maybe different artists have different op- opinions on this. I just know that when it's happened to me, I've kind of been like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Kind of had mixed feelings about it, to be completely honest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to ask you a little bit more about that, the feeling side of that. But I think it's interesting. You were copying a unicorn from a poster. <laughs> I I might have been, I was maybe the same age. I think we all go through that a little bit. We're, we're wanting to learn something copying about unicorns? how that was... <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> Well, copying posters, I okay. was copying a quarter horse um oh, whenever okay. I was a kid, and it was up in my room. I loved horses, yeah. and I was an old cow poke. I thought <laughs> I was. I was grew up in southern Oklahoma, and I was around cattle a lot. We had cattle and and so i I drew horses and cattle and things like that. and um uh, it there's there's a lot to be said about doing that kind of thing, but someone else this was a painting, and it was a poster. Of a quarter horse, and it was sitting up there. It was on my wall, and I copied that more than once and really worked on it for a long time. And I never thought to myself, Yeah, I'm gonna infringe here. You know, 10 year old mind, I never thought, I am going to make a derivative work of this oil painting of this quarter horse. That wasn't my intention. It was, I was appreciating that and was fascinated with how they were able to capture this animal. And I wanted to try to understand that and to backward engineer what was going on with that. But yeah, I think that it crosses over into something a little bit different when we become adults. And by the way, let me, before I move on from that, I just happen to remember this memory too. Maybe it'll resonate with some. Hopefully I'm not the only person that did this. But my older brother, he was uh, somewhat of a bodybuilder. And when he would change in front of me, I would sit there and, and draw him and I would ask him to, to pose sometimes, do these flex moves. And then I would draw, I would work on, um, drawing him without a shirt on and stuff like that. I was always fascinated by, by muscles and movement and the body and that kind of thing. Anyway, my point with that is that there's a lot of good things that come out of learning how to draw, learning by imitation, by, copying and it it's not necessarily even to flatter somebody but when you start doing that on social media it enters into a different realm you said it made you feel weird what what was that feeling
1: i uh, i think when i initially saw it before i had to kind of scroll down and saw the caption where they actually were crediting me i sort of oh. was like i was like Did they steal well yeah i was kind of like what is going on here i mean obviously i was tagged in it because i got the notification but i don't know like i don't really know so so i have kind of another example i i had a different another younger artist approach me like private message me and say like oh can you share your photo reference for this drawing you did and i was like well Mm. no i don't i don't share my photo references but this i this drawing that i did was of a very famous building and so i was like you know, there's plenty of photos of this building, even online. If you want to use it to practice from or whatever, you don't need my photo. And they're like, oh, well, but I like your photo. And it's like, okay, well, that's great. But also, like, I, I, I don't know. Pretty
0: like, please, please, pretty please, please. Yeah, it was just
1: such a weird request to me. And I feel yeah. like there there really is. I want to be clear about this is that I feel like there's a difference between when You have very explicitly given somebody permission in a teaching situation to say, Hey, here's a photo I'm giving it to you to draw from. Yeah. The understanding is that you were to learn and draw and use this as reference. And there's a difference between somebody just deciding to take your artwork and draw from it. And, you know, I understand that like the person's intention is probably... Probably very innocent and, and oh, yeah. meant as I just really love your work and I and I yeah. want to recreate this work that you've created. But I think there's there's part of me and maybe this is kind of I don't know. I don't know if this comes off weird or not, but like I feel like it's like, OK, but I put it in the time yeah (laughs) and the effort to learn and to get to the place to create that work and and i don't i guess i don't have a problem if somebody wants to learn from it but i just i don't ever want them to try and like make it seem like it was theirs because i think that was that was the part that sort of bothered me was that there was sort of this implication like oh look at this drawing i did it's like okay well yes you did the drawing but you didn't come up with the concept and like and and copy <laughs> concepts in themselves are not necessarily copyrighted. Like, for example, if you like drawing koala bears in the clouds, for example, really random example off the top of my head, <laughs> that in itself is not copyrighted. Like somebody can't copyright. And I like that yeah. idea. But if they then go to some artist's website who does that specifically and they recreate one of their drawings, that is technically copyright infringement. It technically is. Yeah. And most artists are okay with this saying, okay, please just like at least credit me. But I I would also, again, I think the difference is that social media exists now. And when we were younger, it did not. So right, right. there's there's that difference between something you would have done for yourself privately that is now being shown to many other people, you know. And, and it's not to say that they're creating the artwork at the same level that I am, and that's not the point. It I would want to discourage somebody from making a habit of doing that and posting it because I think the goal should always be to be creating your own artwork, and you can get into sort of the sticky area with royalty free photos. But again, royalty free, they have explicitly said. I took this photo, but you can do whatever you want with it and use it for whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's also a good practice to still credit back if you can, but it's, it's not always required, but the, the, there's there's a permission being given there saying, yes, you may take this and and do what you yeah. will it. Well, I'm right? always,
0: yeah, I'm always shocked at how many people don't know this, don't yeah. understand it. And I'm yeah. talking about not even artists. I, I, I've i known some professionals in marketing who even run uh, some pretty high profile sites that some may would recognize probably if I mentioned them, but talk, talking about, I grabbed an image off Google and then they had an attorney come back to them and tell them that they needed to take the image down because yeah. it wasn't. And I'm talking about maybe 10 years ago when we didn't yeah. have as many of the unsplashes of the world out right. there and yeah morgue file and all that 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 shocked me that they didn't know that and they talked about that publicly they should have gotten trouble for that but <clears throat> the reason why i guess i was asking you how how it made you feel is um you've had something stolen from you before right like physical thing i don't know yeah. has has your car ever been broken into
1: no I'm knocking on wood night. Have you
0: ever have you ever have you ever (laughs) lost a billfold, a purse, a bag, or something like that? Okay, so you've lost something. Did you ever know of someone taking something from you, like stealing from you? I'm talking about a physical item. Well, I have. If if you're not gonna work (laughs) with me here, Barb, I'm not gonna work with myself. I can't. can't I'm just (laughs) teases. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I was joking. It's um, getting
1: intense. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 lie. Tell <laughs> me you had something stolen. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, you really have never had anyone steal anything?
1: I probably have. I just can't think of anything can the think of top anything of my head. head. Nothing, nothing yeah. major
0: that I can okay. think of. That. <laughs> okay. Well, back when I had a, a landscaping uh, company and I had a essentially... Um, I'm not going to get into exactly the name, I guess, but it was, it was like a grass trimmer. Okay. Yeah. This was back in the day though. This thing was $400, um, back in the nineties. Okay. Early nineties. And that was a, that was a big chunk of, um, overhead for me. And it was a few days old and it got stolen. That was one thing. I had a camera stolen one time, a DSLR camera taken. So I've had things stolen before. Far, if you think enough, you probably will, we, th- will th- come up with something. We had our dog
1: stolen out of our backyard oh my when we goodness, were kids. Oh my goodness,
0: you're joking me. No. That is awful. <laughs> that would bring up, that would be all kinds of awful emotions. Yeah. It was um, very young, wow. but
1: yeah, we had, we, we lived in like a smaller um, town and somebody wow. one day stole our dog out of the backyard. <laughs> So How did you feel? That well, when I was very young at the time, so I was very sad, you were obviously heartbroken but, and crushed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you process those emotions differently when you're that young. But well, I, mean, I, I still guess...
0: threw a little temper tantrum when someone stole my camera. I've got to tell you. I,
1: well, I guess the, the the next comparison I could have is like shortly after the the pandemic, so about a year ago when the yeah. pandemic had just hit my. Um, my boyfriend parks in a locked, like a like a closed garage underneath okay. our building, and yeah. uh, he had his his work van. The window smashed, and they stole all of his tools and stuff. So, oh my word! Yeah, yeah. that was. Well, it didn't happen to me specifically, but it, you it's still a very, went through some of the yeah, same emotions. It's a very probably. violating feeling, just knowing that violating you know,
0: is a good way of describing yeah. it. You feel uh, that you have been stripped and taken advantage of you feel a a loss of power a loss of control Mm -hmm. you feel manipulated all these things are leading to some correct emotions because what happens is someone took something that belonged to you it didn't belong to them and so when they took ownership of something that belonged to you it brought out all of these emotions and these feelings which I would argue those are valid because somebody comes into my house and they kick my cat around and go in my fridge and eat my food and then grab the keys to the car and go drive around and then come back. Even if they bring it all back, I still feel violated because that was my stuff. That wasn't their stuff. Okay, so my point is that that's how we feel as artists, right? That's, that's a valid feeling. It's never really happened to me. As far as my artwork getting uh, ripped off like that. But I have known artists uh, for whom that has occurred. And Esther Roy is one in particular that's
1: happened to her several times. Yeah, I know artists where it's happened where it's like they've taken the exact artwork that you've done and tried to (laughs) claim it's theirs. It's one thing to do a drawing of your drawing. It's another thing to... Then take yeah. that artwork and claim it's theirs, or that whatever. would
0: be even even worse. I, yeah, I would that's think.
1: that's that's the much worse offense on the spectrum of what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. One second, Alexa, stop! Oh my goodness, I don't <laughs> know what prompted that.
1: Please keep that in. <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious. Oh, Alexa, always <laughs> causing trouble. <laughs>
0: exactly. The Color Pencil Podcast is brought to you by UART Premium Sanded Paper. There are so many different advantages to using a sanded paper, such as using lighter pencils like white over dark areas. That's just one of the advantages. So that flexibility allows you to keep on layering over and over again. If you've never tried sanded paper before, go over to the show notes and click on the link to get your first batch of UART Premium premium sanded paper. And we thank UART for their support of the Color Pencil podcast. Barb, let's talk for a second about these color charts. There are still artists who have had questions about them and have not picked them up yet. So what would you say? What's the biggest reason why you think a new color pencil artist or an old one like myself (laughs) uh, (laughs) might want to pick one of these up and start using it?
1: Yeah, I think the the biggest advantage to having these charts is that most colored pencil artists, once you start getting into colored pencil, it becomes a bit of an obsession. So, you, you know, definitely. you start getting all the brands and it can be really hard to keep them straight. And I find even for myself, there are certain brands I tend to use more in my artwork. But every now and then I want to venture out or a certain colored pencil line has a a slightly different, you know, that perfect color that I need for a piece. So... Having these charts for me just makes it really easy to reference that and grab the right color and forget the guesswork because a lot of times what can happen is even the barrel of the pencil isn't necessarily accurate to what the pencil looks like when you actually use it. So right. what, what I find is really helpful about this because you're filling them in yourself with the pencils that you own, you're getting a really accurate color representation no need for having to scrap piece of paper all the time now beside you while you're working you just have to reference your chart you just have to fill them in do the work once and then you have it as a resource for you over and over again
0: awesome even relying on those tips guys I mean don't rely on the tip to tell you the color that can be very deceiving as well as we all know so go over to the show notes and we'll have a link set up for you over there it's something that I think you're right, that it's usually done in ignorance. It's not something that someone intentionally is thinking, oh, my goodness, this is a good opportunity for me to go ahead and create a derivative work or whatever and make this person feel really awful right now. Um, nobody, I don't think, but a psychopath would really want to do that to somebody. <laughs> These they're are doing usually it innocently.
1: really, really like we're talking probably teenagers doing yeah, this most probably. of the time, and they're just right. like. They're really just, it, it's, it's, it's their version of a cover song, right? Like they just, yeah, exactly. they love what you've done so much that they want to draw it also. And I, and right. I get, and I get that. Like I totally yeah. get that. I just yeah. think yeah. when you're on the receiving end of it, I mean, you know, music is a great example. A cover song is a great example, right? Yeah. Like yeah. when right. I played at a band when I was younger, we used to play other people's songs all the time. Not always live. There was a couple that we used to do. And and I. And I always used to think, oh, we're covering the song because we just love it so much and this band is so great. And sure, we're not doing it as good as they could, but it's that sense of wanting to do yeah. something in tribute. Right, but right. at the same time, I've never truly experienced it from the position of the person who was the creator. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm and i sure some people don't care and are like, that's awesome. That's great. But there's also, like, I'm sure there are people like me that are just like that. Eh feels kind of That feels weird. <laughs> yeah, feels
0: weird. Yeah. Feels weird.
1: Feels weird. Yeah, like,
0: yeah and, exactly.
1: And, I, and again, understanding that it was probably done with very, very, you know, innocent and good intentions. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. But I think the, the point um, is also that I think they just need to make sure that that's not something they continue to do. Um, right. And I think with, with the one person I even said to them, I'm like, I would always really encourage you to try and create your own artwork. Even if you want to draw the same subject matter, Yeah, find what your take on it is. Like do something about it that, that makes it unique to you because Mm -hmm. just you recreating my work, well, you'll learn something to a point you're not really learning at the end of the day. If all, if you're relying on always having to copy what someone else is doing, like. And I will say the distinction, like for me, for example, people could say, well, what's the difference with using someone else's photo? And it's like, okay, when I'm using other like photos, like fo- like royalty free photos, I'm using them because I need a certain position. If it's a person and I'm, I'm, I'm using it as a, like a physical, like mapping of like someone's head turned a certain way. Cause I can't draw that out of my head. So I need it as reference for that, but. I'm also changing it so much so that it does become mine and it's not becoming like another example is okay. So there's royalty free photos on wildlife reference photos, for example. And I had done uh, a drawing of a barn owl from there. And I think it was Claire Milligan, I believe, had done the same photo. (laughs) Hmm. And she had posted it one day and I was like, oh, man. And hers was Mm -hmm. much better than mine, but, but, Mm. but it was this feeling of like, we both had a hundred percent permission to draw this photo, but there was something about it that made me feel weird. Like, even though she hadn't, she had not copied me at all. She copied a photo that we both had access to use, but there was something about it that just made me feel weird. Like I just, and it's. It, and, well, and that and was part of what my decision also to start, like, if, okay, if I'm going to use these royalty free photos, I need to change them so that they're mine and yeah. not, you know, just copy them directly because it does, it feels like this is a slightly different take on what we're talking about, but it's, it does, it starts to feel like somebody got violated and you're not sure if it was you. or
0: if it was, Yeah. Like, who stuff. was it?
1: Yeah. It's a weird feeling. It is. Yeah, it's a weird, but, I don't know how to explain it other than that.
0: Yeah. It's just a, a feeling of, um someone took something that belonged to you and it's a hopeless kind of feeling really is what what you're getting at there but I it's one of the reasons why I do try to encourage students to start taking their own photo references Mm -hmm. if that's at all possible Mm -hmm. then to do that because not just the reward of doing that and the feeling that you get from doing that but no one else is going to be able to emulate exactly what you have done if you're the originator of your artwork from beginning to end all the way through there's something rewarding about that
1: there's also a a trend on instagram where certain artists will post a picture of like a, a piece of their artwork and they'll say draw this in your style and then they'll ask you like
0: they'll Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, Yeah. they'll just
1: be like, tag me, I want to see it, and they'll usually share them and stuff like that. Essentially
0: giving permission. Yeah.
1: And I and I think that is the difference, is they're saying draw this, but in your style. So Mm -hmm. sure, take this, but do something to it and make it different enough so that it it, even though you're I'm giving him telling you to copy my drawing, take something and do something so that I know that it's your stamp put on this Mm -hmm. idea. And and I think that's maybe the advice I would also give. You know, if you love something so much and you really just want to recreate it a either don't post it or find a way to make it your own but by all means always credit back to the original source Yeah, and they may be okay with it and they may not but you need to always just make sure that you're giving credit where credit is due because mm-hmm. i think otherwise it's it's a really slippery slope and some people might yeah. not respond very well to it at all
0: yeah i i think kind of in closing barb that if You're on the fence about whether or not it would be okay if you copied something or shared it publicly. Then if you're having that feeling or that second thought, that might be a good indication that maybe you should just go to the creator or the photographer or whatever, the artist, if you're copying someone else's work, and just ask them first. What do they think about you copying this piece of work or your... Using their photograph or something like that, I think it would be probably a good rule of thumb to to do.
1: I think what's funny about it though is I did have somebody actually ask, and I essentially said no, and they kind of just didn't really like that answer. And I'm like, well, you gotta yep. kind of be prepared to get you a yes be or no. That's yeah, good you know. good
0: point. Yeah, the same thing could happen on uh, Flickr or any other site that isn't set up as a just a an all out royalty-free photography site because they're there for multiple purposes, like Flickr, I guess. There's probably others. I just can't think of what they are right now. But you're able to contact the creator of that artwork, and what I'm talking about is the photography in that case as your, your reference if you're wanting to use it, and ask that photographer, hey, can I use that? And you, yeah, you have to be prepared for no. No is an answer. That's yeah, an appropriate response. It's fully within their right because they own what they created and they are the original artist for that. I would say also, it's a good, I I think what you do, Barb, is a good thing because you're you're changing a reference so much and you're not just trying to be a strict copyist of the photography. Not that there's something just immoral about that. There's not. But. I see what you do. You're often adding other creative elements in your work, and so you're using it as a reference so that you can achieve some other design element in your work. And I think that's a real good use of using others' photography.
1: Yeah, I think the thing I keep going back to with that is just that in in kind of furthering your point on that, a lot of people don't know what copyright rules are. People also don't know. What's on a copyright free site and what is it? So for example, mm-hmm, and I'll mm-hmm. bring up that example again with the barn owl is that, you know, people who don't know that we both got that image for wildlife reference photos are, right, right. are they're not going to sit there and be like, like, some it's people might be point. like, who copied who they might think we, yeah, that one yeah. of us copied the other. And, oh, yeah. and while that's not the case and, and generally speaking, that's usually somewhere in the caption. On on a glance, nobody knows that, right? Like someone might just just be like, oh, well, like what if we both decided to enter that into a competition? Well, most competitions want you to have your own reference photo probably for that reason. But that's
0: part of the reason. Yeah, Yeah. that's
1: part of the reason, right? That's just the thing It's is, is just that like the general public's not going to know that. So to me, it's like, okay, well, because of the type of concept work that I'm doing and my stuff's a little bit more creative, whatever, like. I, I do rely a lot on royalty free photos to to make those composites of, for my reference photos that I work from. But at the same time, like I just I don't ever want somebody else to draw that same photo and then be like you, there, there being any kind of questioning with it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think in the colored pencil community, it's really well known that certain. And I mean, well, you'll even see it in that in the Facebook groups. You'll see the same photo pop up. And you're like, oh, "Oh, yeah. Either somebody had a workshop or everyone's picking the same photo to draw from, you know?" Right,
0: right. And there's So it's kind there's of there's a, a homeless guy that we yeah, keep seeing. Yeah, Sorry. and it's yeah. a slippery
1: slope, so, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. kind of I just think, I don't know, for me it's like I, I try to be really cognizant of that, and so I guess when it comes to other people's artwork and copying that I just I really wish people would almost take the same consideration with that because mm-hmm. that's actually a worse offense. You know, I had one person actually ask me permission and I and I kind of said no, and the other person didn't. They just did it. They credited me, which is it I appreciate again that they credited me, but at the same time, it would have also been nice to have been asked. Like it would have been nice for them to say like, "Hey, I really love this drawing." I would like to use it for practice on my own. Like, do you mind if, and then I post it after. And I would have been like, sure. If you want me even to give you feedback on how you can make it better, that would be great. Like how you could improve on your skill with it. But that, that conversation never happened. They kind of (laughs) just did it. So... It's sort of. And the thing is, like, my my understanding of copyright rules and kind of what's what I would say good manners when it comes to sort of the art community and that sort of thing. My understanding that has changed in in my time doing artwork as well. Um, I mean, there used to be this, I guess, myth, I want to say, even when I was in art school where they were like, oh, you just have to change it this amount of percent and then you can do it. And it's like, that's not a thing look at no. this. anyone who thinks all you have to do is change something that isn't copyrighted to know at least where that a certain came from, percent uh, you know yeah, what it's it, a weird it, thing it may, it may at one point have been true to some extent but maybe I, I some
0: s- maybe some judge decided that in one case or something potentially you know, but either way it got
1: around and people now yeah. think that that's oh, yeah. like okay that they can just go on oh, google definitely. images pick something and as long as they change it xml percent that it's fine and it's not right, and right. so like it's it's just one of those things where it's it's the same thing if you're copying someone else's artwork. I would just say if, if that's something you really want to do, either don't post it or if you do, have a conversation with the artist and just say like, yeah, hey, yeah. like, or, or just for the, the very bare minimum, make sure you're crediting back to them and say right. that this is their artwork because I feel like it, it starts to get a little bit sketchy when mm-hmm. that, those things aren't in place. Like, again... I want to be clear that I understand that this person was trying to do something very flattering, but I just think there's never really a consideration taken for how the the creator feels, I think, Mm -hmm. in that situation. And it was a really interesting um, kind of shoe on the other foot (laughs) experience for me just
0: to,
1: to, and again, I was already doing this with my reference photos for the artwork that I create and changing them. But I just think like maybe some of these photographers feel weird too. You don't know. Oh, I'm
0: sure they do. I'm sure yeah, they do at because you
1: create this artwork of their photo, and even though they've given yeah. you permission, there's got to be some part of them that's like, yeah, but I took that photo like in a way, right, it's not, right. it's not yours. Like I don't know, like maybe they don't care, and maybe I, I'm assuming things, and maybe some of them do, maybe some of them don't. But I think it's something to consider. It's
0: probably a mixed bag. You're probably right. Yeah, but it's yeah. something to
1: consider when you're when you're kind of doing these works based on something else. Is that I think yeah. it's it's always a good practice to try and. Try and credit where you can at the very minimum.
0: I remember when. Uh, well, let me say this real quick. Pinterest is not a royalty-free website to get images from. Um, no. In case someone's confused about that, so don't think, oh, I got this off Pinterest and I can I can use that. That's royalty-free. No, not 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 even close. I remember though when I was leaving. We'll put in quotes my day job at Macy's corporate services. So I worked for the corporate office downtown Cincinnati. I had worked, I had developed and worked on a software system, several, but one in particular that it was my baby. You don't go up and start making fun of someone's baby and you don't talk about someone's baby and you don't say that baby has funny ears. You're talking about my child when you do that. Well, (laughs) same thing with software. You develop software. And the same thing with your artwork, but it was weird feeling for me when it was just like a switch one day, like, okay, that thing you worked on for so long, boom, it's gone. It was like, what? All that code, all the, all everything I did in there. It's like, it's gone. What? Wait, this is something I cared about and toiled over and actually spent uh, a lot of time worrying about and caring for and doing things and tweaking it. All that for years, and it's gone. It was a weird, weird feeling. There was a feeling of loss, and there was a feeling of someone took that away from me, and I, I cared about that thing. That's what happens. In the artist's mind, when you steal their artwork, when you take something that doesn't belong from uh, to you, and you take that away, and you say, that's mine, that's what I did, and, it, and you didn't do it. You know, I'm talking about like Esther Roy, when someone takes her work and post that somewhere else, so.
1: Yeah, they say that it's a cliched old saying that imitation is a sincerest form of flattery, but I I think... I I think that that is, the person who probably came up with that was the person who was imitating. (laughs) (laughs) I was the
0: person imitating. You know what I mean? And
1: and again, I think the intention is probably, teenagers especially, when I was younger too, it's like you see a celebrity wearing something, you're like, oh, I want to wear that too because I like it and I want to be like them and I think they're cool and you have this whole, there's a whole line of thought that goes along with it. I think it's just... One of those things, too, where while I've now grown out of that kind of line of thinking, <laughs> my whole thing is like, okay, but I've actually worked really hard to try and make sure that I'm doing something that I feel like is unique to me and try to come yeah. up with my own ideas and that sort of thing. And right, and right. so for somebody who, who just kind of... Waltz is on. This. Yeah. You know, yeah. I and mean, it's, it's like and, the
0: audacity is like, well, what in the world?
1: I, I feel bad even saying that because I, again, I know that. Well, I'm
0: not talking about in your case. I'm just talking about in general, yeah. that kind of thing. It's like, and and that quote, I think it it leads to that type of mentality. There's another quote that's very familiar to all of us that good artists borrow, great artists steal, right? And I think that's another thing that. It it puts it just in the the There's mind of people. to that
1: comment though, and I think oh it, I, know. I I well, I, yeah. I
0: know, but it's yeah. taken it out of context all yeah. the time, yeah. And it and people kind of you know lean on that crutch and just say, well, you know, I yeah, I'm copying, but hey, I'm copying from the best, and and I'm making it my own, and that kind of thing. That quote in particular is one that is wrestled out of context so so much. But I have to say this so far. On one hand, they're they're right that if you have kind of arrived if someone is stealing your work. Okay, let's be honest about it. 150 years ago, before 150 years ago, the, the greatest, most famous piece of artwork was not created by Leonardo. It, it was not the Mona Lisa. And that may surprise some people because in our recent history here, that's the, the greatest, most popular artwork that there is. But it was made that way. It happened about when was it about hundred and fifty years ago. It was stolen out of the Louvre. It oh, was it's been taken. stolen
1: multiple times yeah, 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 but
0: that that was one thing in particular though probably helped it to become a little more famous than yeah. what it was before that time and so I think there is something to that that if you are worthy of being copied and you are worthy of being stolen from then maybe you should be prideful about that a little bit I don't know yeah uh, and then that's you know, exactly
1: just, what my boyfriend said to me he's yeah, like what yeah, are you talking he's about he's like this is a compliment and I'm like yeah but <laughs> it doesn't feel like what I, <laughs> I
0: just no, I know the feeling isn't there yeah sure. and then yeah. that's
1: that's kind of the part of it that I sort of wrestled yeah. with was just yeah. that I'm like oh, I yeah. know that this is this is being done with the intention of like flattery, but at the same time, there's yeah. part of me that's just like, okay, but also please do your own <laughs> artwork. Like it's hard. Cause like I said, I've been a young teenager before and wanting to copy certain things and emulate right, certain right. things for whatever reason, because of the way the internet has evolved in other parts of the world, it seems like maybe the copyright rules are not the same. <laughs> and so there, there seems yeah. to be this understanding yeah. that if it's out there, I can use it. Or if it's out there, I get it. It's it's fair. It's fair game, and it's such a catch twenty two. Because even in Instagram, the whole point is you want to get out there and share. But it's almost like in the, in the act of sharing, mm-hmm. you're not giving people permission to steal your work. But uh-uh. it's like, how do you even stop it from happening? Like, yeah, right, you can right. watermark and stuff like that. But I've said before, like, you that just need to, matter. You just need to know yeah. Photoshop well enough. And you can get yeah. rid of a watermark. It's not the, yeah. a deterrent at best, but. I if mean, someone
0: doesn't respect a convention, then they're they're not going to respect no. that. That's it's like a lock on a door. If you want to in the house, you're going to get in the house. The lock yeah. is a convention yeah. that hopefully two parties will respect. If one of yeah. them doesn't, then the game's over. Yeah, so, same way and, with the watermark.
1: And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Like I, I it I, is. But, I think there's yeah. part of me that just wants to like really believe the best in people all the time, and and, yeah. and I think for the most part, yeah. like I said, people. I think have, most
0: people are good people and and don't have any intention of doing that and ignorantly will do something like that i I, yeah i really don't think the intention was bad
1: i think too you have to be also saying that you have to be careful now because i know that um a lot of art supply companies if they want to share your artwork that you've created with their supplies a lot of times they'll ask for permission now not all of them do but a lot of them will actually privately message you and say like hey do we like i remember one time when um Prison of Color shared one of my drawings. They mm-hmm. they sent me a whole thing saying, like, hey, we really like your artwork. We'd like to share it on your yep. site. Can you please respond with this particular response if you give us permission to share your work? And I yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm not gonna And at the time I was right. like, Why would I be upset about that? As long as you're saying it's it's fine, then then go right ahead. And like, Mm -hmm. where as long as, sorry, as long as they're crediting me, then it's fine. Go ahead. Right. But there must have been issues somewhere. Cause I know, I I know some viewers that I follow even have it in their profile now that they're like, please do not share my work without permission Mm. first or whatever. Like, so yep. there's obviously been some issues. There's always I mean, two
0: sides of that.
1: Yeah, there's also there's also accounts that will um, they're just sharing accounts. That's specifically what they're set up for, right. and they'll share other people's artwork and that sort of thing. Um, at one point, I had an account like that too for wildlife artwork, and I always tried to make sure that the person whose artwork like they were tagged in the actual image, and also mm-hmm. that their name was in within the first caption. But I mm-hmm. still got private messages from people on that account that was very clearly a sharing account that were like, we love your org work can we blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not my artwork. And I feel like, yeah. well, how are you getting that from, from, if you'd actually looked at any They're of the posts? are not reading it. No, yeah. not at all. And it's like, well, none of it, and like some of it was different styles. I'm like, do you think, first of all, what kind of time do I have? Because I posted every day on that account. And I'm yeah. thinking like, what yeah. kind of time do you think I have to do these masterful pieces? And, and master all day? those different styles. <laughs> right? I was just yeah, like, man. I'm either it's the fastest funny. painter on the face of the planet or I don't. Like, <laughs> right. But but yeah we'll but that's I, I mean I've kind of disabled that account since just because I don't really have kinda. time to, to to keep it up anymore. But like but yeah. my but my point in saying that is that like it's it's all good and fine and noble if you want to share someone's work or do whatever. But like it really comes down to just making sure you have permission or at least some sort of a relationship with that person where if you do share it, they know that. They, they very clearly know what your intentions are like yeah. if I if I share uh, one of my friends or works in my Instagram stories and I say like hey go follow this artist I am very clearly sharing her and her work and yeah. I don't need permission for that necessarily but I, I just think people are so sensitive these days anyways like it just you just want to cover yourself yeah and, I and think it's
0: a better practice, really, yeah, to, it's to cover courtesy. Yourself. It's courtesy. It is courtesy. And, yeah. and we need we need more of that, I think. Yes, <laughs> I think so, too. Excellent discussion, Barb. Thank you so much. If you enjoy the show, I would appreciate a rating and or a review. And I want to give a shout out to Artful Color over on Apple Podcasts. So he or she writes uh, a lot, and I really appreciate the five-star review. And I'm just going to pull a, a little snippet out of there. And they write, the word community describes this podcast well. The emphasis of the interviews is to get to know the artists being interviewed, to share their journey with other artists who are learning and growing. The interviews are heartfelt and inspiring. I look forward to them every week. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Such a treasure chest of information is the subject of that one. So Oof, thank you that, so
1: much. That is a sweet review. Treasure that chest. Is, that is. That, that was that's.
0: It's really a good review. It's really You're long, You're going to get a
1: better compliment than that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I, I love it. That's that's really nice. Yeah. So if you want to leave a review, just copy and paste that one over and over. No, I'm just kidding. But you can just go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a rating and or a review. I would appreciate that so much. It means a lot. And this is a weekly show. It comes out every Monday. So I will talk to you again next week. And until then, take care and stay sharp. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.